Welcome to the Televerse, streaming in place. Avatar, the last airbender. Hello everybody and welcome back to Streaming in Place. It is week 15. We are talking about Avatar, the last airbender, book two, Earth, Return to Omashu, and the Swamp. Um, so first, quickly, we have some listener feedback and Vince wrote a detailed and, and very interesting, uh, lengthy comment at the website. So I'm just going to sum up a few things because Vince, we, unfortunately, I love the comment. We don't have time to read all of it, but go check out over to the televerse.org, um, and check out the comments because then you'll see, um, he's got some thoughts on Azula and on the lightning, um, and whether lightning bending is really a fire thing or if it should actually be an air and water thing about like conducting electricity and all that stuff, which I think is actually a really good point. Um, but, uh, he says, I'm really concerned about Aang and his nightmares. Not only are they a clear sign that everything is most certainly not all right, he shuts people and basically Katara out. That being said, I read the reason for this trauma differently. I thought it was about him feeling violated and not so much about him killing all those people. Uh, the, the blue-eyed mode comes and takes over, making him do things he has absolutely no control over, but he doesn't know how to stop it. Uh, not only that, but he doesn't know how to stop it. So there's so that's an excellent point. Um, also, there's some discussion on the shipping but which Vince is not a fan of uh but it really fell for Aang tanking his chance of kissing kissing his crush poor buddy uh and did they really kiss in the end it looked seemed like the torch went out and then they didn't need to kiss anymore and they saw because the, they saw the glowing crystals at um, least she didn't turn into the moon yeah That's you know true. we've seen other things <laughs> go worse um but yes anyways so more on the 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 Iro and Zook and Zuko and the the people in the Earth Kingdom more more on that over at the website and um the more thoughts on Zuko stealing the bird um like the the ostrich thing horse yeah ostrich mm-hmm. horse as a um act of defiance trying to like adhere stronger to and like reacting against the shared trauma with this with this woman that he's talking to being like well you're a victim i'm i'm not a victim i just learned a valuable lesson from my father who taught me this lesson because he loves me obviously <laughs> um so you know some more more on that at the website from vince it's really interesting um also ben ben from tasmania says what no mention of wolf bats you guys are getting complacent and good fair. point fair we have cat gators yeah, we can talk about the catfish gators because yeah, yeah that, that those were things. <laughs> yeah, We've, there's a bunch of animals to talk about in these two episodes. So first up, uh, I'm going to turn the floor over to Allison because I believe you have some call bits. I do. Mission rescue boomy and hopefully involve the roller coaster of shipping accomplished. <laughs> um, I, I think that's it. I don't really remember what else I attempted to predict, but. Mm-hmm. But I, I would never have guessed a couple of things about that episode about Return to Amashu. One, would never have guessed that Momo would accidentally kidnap a baby. <laughs> um, much to his chagrin. That's one. Two, would never have guessed that Boomy would be like, no, 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 no. I'm I'm right where I need to be. Captured is I've got him right where I want him. Mm-hmm. W- would not have guessed that. But exciting. Uh, three, would never have guessed that Azula was going to wind up uh, in a girl group <laughs> of death that I'm yes. in my head. And it's a little bit difficult to pronounce, so I'm not saying that we should try to make this happen. But I just need you to know that in my head, I've been thinking them as Death Tony's Child. 
Destiny's Child, okay. Because they're death to death to death to knees child. Like death. Yes. But there's three I, we, of we, them. We see we see what you're doing. And then they're like She's they're, dancing listeners. Yes. Um uh, I think generally you probably shouldn't try to sabotage your friend's career in the circus, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm still very pleased by this development, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. But like general rule, don't attempt to sabotage your circus friends. Their work is very dangerous. Um, so don't say like bring out all the wild animals or set the net on fire. Those are bad ideas. Don't do that. There are more effective ways of getting help than that. And being um, a terrible person. Yes. Yes. Just terrible. Um, but I, you know, I, despite my, um, or I guess despite is not the right word, uh, outside of my giddiness about getting a hearty called it, even perhaps a called well, mm-hmm. um, I just really enjoyed this episode, both of these episodes, and I'm excited to talk to both of you about them. Noel, how did uh, Omashu, Return to Omashu, uh, live up to your remembering of it, your memory of it? It held up really well. I always really liked this episode. Um, I appreciate that we get such a solid introduction to Azula's um, squad, the Death Destiny. Destiny. (laughs) You really don't have to. I don't think I can do it. It's okay. Um, (laughs) We've already, uh, now that a listener has used the phrase blue eye mode, I feel like my work is done. Okay. <laughs> and like right. and Lieutenant Bland is so good and not that that's us that's all Keenan but Lieutenant Bland is such a good nickname that I feel like we can take a couple of seasons off mm-hmm. okay Frank great thank you um and like Keenan also points out that Azula is a handful and I don't know if anyone else is concerned and there may be concern but they're too afraid to say that they're concerned because <laughs> she's scary she's she shoots scary. lightning I'm not like force lightning, like lightning, lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, but she's also, I think one of the really fun things about Azula is that she's cool. Like that's literally her whole bag is that she's very methodical. She's very straightforward in terms of, well, I want what I want and I'm going to get it. Um, by any means necessary. But it's a very nice juxtaposition towards Zuko, who just goes, I want this thing. I don't know how to get this thing, but I want it. Um, And that juxtaposition, I think, is really, really good. Um, So I'm excited. I'm excited for everyone to get to know my... um, to get get to know May and Ty Lee, um, because they're delightful in their own special ways. Um, so, but no, Re- Return to Omashu, I think works still really, really well. I just f- forgot about the Pentabox and I forgot about, and I feel bad about forgetting about the Pentabox because I didn't want anyone to go, oh, we're going to do a plague episode. This feels a little, this feels a little ill-timed, but at least those Fire Nation shoulders, as Kate pointed out before we started recording, want to wash their hands. They're very on top of it. <laughs> I love that. There was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've heard of that. I feel like the timing of that every single time got me. Loved it. That was terrific. Um, the uh, the immediate concern for uh, their their hand washing routine, excellent. You know, they're ahead of the 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 turn. You know, on that back in 2005 or whenever this was, um, but still it holds up. Very good. Uh, the just. Everything about Return to Amashu, I, I really enjoyed. I liked uh, that they took 
what was such a foreboding and terrifying end of the previous episode and were able to deliver what felt like an appropriately serious and um, um, disheartening situation for Aang and, and everyone to be dealing with. But they didn't, it wasn't as dark as we feared because we're on episode three guys we need we need to like have some ground you know before things get too dark um for the season um or the series but i liked that that you giving that bit of agency to boomy i thought really made uh really helped a lot giving like the fact that so far it seems that the citizens of amashu have not been like slaughtered though of course they are not doing great um, they've they've had to have been like forced to build that giant statue of Ozai though, because that thing I don't know how long they've been gone since we last visited, but the statue is really big. It's real it's, big. It's so big. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that the citizens are all able to leave, um, thanks to the Pentapox uh, thing, I liked the I thought the explanation for how they're going to get in. Um, and why they didn't go in the first one time <laughs> was very good. Lots, you know, very good, reliable Sokka humor. Um, so there was just, uh, yeah, there was, there was a lot here that I th- thought set up things that we need for the season really well, like with May and, and, um, sorry, what was the other friend's name? Tylee. Tylee. Thank you. Um, and also then like, we've got our, we've got, uh, Destiny Child. Which I think that's not. I think that that works. So I'm I'm gonna stick with it. Um, and we also have like that baby was very adorable. It was a good Tom, like a Tom. necessary like. But he's balancing. gonna grow up to be a killer. I like when when Katara says, "Does this look like the face of a killer?" And the guy's like, "Yes." <laughs> We've been in war for a hundred years, so yes, it does. Because <laughs> I I'm old enough that I've seen that happen. So, but that really undercut the moment in a really good and potent way that people who maybe, especially the kids watching might just be like, they're being silly. And adults are like, no, they're not. They're not being silly. Um, so I appreciated that kind of those beats. Um, good comedy with Momo, good energy and fun with the chase in the car, you know, like down the whole system of um, tracks and whatever those, the shuttle system for the goods. And, um, Ultimately, uh, yeah, it, a, a nice little bit of hope in the darkness with the the final revelations with Boomy. Him cackling maniacally as he rolls himself back up to ter- to get arrested. It's just it's it's Boomy, right? Boomy's great. Yeah, I thought that the action action sequences in general were really great. Um, like I loved the whole chase and um, particularly Boomy managing to earthbend with his face, which I thought was very cool and like appropriately sort of intimidating. Like, wow. Yeah. You're a badass. Um, but that just that whole sequence. And then uh, all of the chases for the people who were just moving on their legs, I think we're really watching the way that, um, my may my may 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 was using her uh acrobatics and the crazy finger knives and like all of that stuff very very cool um so yeah i agree i think it is appropriately grim but leavened by a lot of things that are either just cool or really fun Mm -hmm. uh you better believe i'm gonna be counting how many arrows and knives and you know range weapons 
she's got because I was like, okay, eventually, like, Katara's not going to run out of the water because she keeps reusing it, but, like, eventually she's got to run out of projectiles, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unless she's a DM that just doesn't care about that kind of thing because weight is a pain <laughs> in the neck. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's, good, that's a good call. Um, that's why you just always make sure you have a magically returning thing. It's like, it's like Sokka with his boomerang. It comes out. It's very helpful. Um, anyways, he seems to manage. The, I also really like this notion of um, the like Earth as like being grounded and really centered on patience and and reflection is a good uh, concept. And I felt like this episode was giving us like our structure for the seasons like this is what our mission statement is for season two and you need to learn patience and you need to learn uh i mean you to be a like a block <laughs> right and, and that being it's maybe it's too literal but i really like that as a like a, a concept to center this season mm-hmm. i'm nodding because i know yes, things because we know <laughs> um well let's move on to the swamp and uh, our our uh, fun with the other the swamp vendors, um, Allison. What did you think? Oh, it was so fun. You know, I it's hard to not worry just a little bit about, um, and especially at the beginning. I feel like it's lessened at the end, but a little bit about like, oh, Hicks with Southern accents. Um, but I feel like they managed to sort of. Um, flip that a little bit in a way that works by the time we get to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was just beautiful. I, first of all, I cannot believe how much they fit into this episode. It felt, it felt considerably longer than 22 minutes, not in that it dragged or anything, but it just like, you can imagine an entire episode where it's just them chasing the visions that they're seeing in the swamp. And then on top of that, there's the, like the world tree and there's, Appa hunting which how dare you and momo's in a set everybody's got their own adventure and sokka is getting slug stuck to him and all there was just so much that happened in these 22 minutes that i was sort of baffled um but i thought visually it was really stunning and i loved the music um, it was just so much fun to listen to so big thumbs up for me in general and i'm very excited to find out who this girl and her like what was it like a buffalo dog like a hog cat i couldn't tell what kind of animal it was but i'm excited about mystery girl mm-hmm. who i assume we will meet eventually um the uh <laughs> i like to i would like to blame marcus for uh for this excitement that we are having with appa congratulations appa is not a taxi in this episode and i think we <laughs> all want to go back to appa the taxi in this episode because it's stressful it's very um, stressful. It's very stressful. The, uh, the, yeah, I agree that the stuff with the people who live in the swamp could, d- can, is like right on the edge of tipping into, um, reductive. And by the end, I think they do a good job of like, be like, but when they're like, why don't you eat that? It's like, that's our pet. Like he's like part of the family, which it doesn't feel like they're playing for a laugh as much as, I mean, maybe I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt, but it doesn't feel like it's a laugh. It feels like it's a, oh, oh, okay. I guess, mm-hmm. how is that any different than Appa? Okay. You have to well, readjust my thinking. Like a different cultural experience, too, because that's also where we get, he doesn't eat bugs. That's people food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. What What did you think of the swamp? No. I don't love this episode. I do find the stuff the stuff with the swamp vendors kind of reductive. Um, mm-hmm. And this could just me being from the southeast. 
um, and being just like, I don't love this. I do agree that it gets a little bit flipped um, by the end, but I also think that it splits in a way that can be both things at once, both, oh, we're making fun of them, but we're also teaching a lesson about culture and tolerance and that kind of thing. So I feel like it kind of like has its cakes, can totally has its cake and eats it too. Um, so it's a little frustrating for me, um, on that front. So I've never been a huge fan of that. Um, but I do think that the rest of the episode is pretty okay. Like, I think for me, like, I, I always forget that this episode has so much in it, as Allison was talking about. Um, so for me, sometimes it just feels a little stuffed and a little weirdly paced. Um, not a necessarily bad ways um but just it feels it's a weird it's from it's just a weirdly paced episode for me that i sometimes have issues reconciling in my brain um and i think that some of that is just even though there's basically only two cuts at the end um well one in the middle and then one at the end to zuko and iroh i don't think helps that anyway because i kept wanting to go back there to find out what was going on um, but yeah, so I think that the episode's good for a lot of like the more mystical stuff, um, that they kind of dig into with like Aang trying to get in touch with the earth, mm-hmm. um, in a different way from how he's been thinking about getting in touch with s- s- the nature through like the spirit world. Here's a much more like tangible, tactile way. So I really, really like all that stuff. Um, it just, yeah, it just feels it just feels weirdly paced, and then the swamp enders, whom I generally do enjoy, still feel really kind of vaguely reductive. Um, but yeah, that's again, I think it's just me being from the southeast and going, eh, I don't love this. But also, this is just a cultural trope within the U.S. So, mm-hmm. but also some other countries, but particularly the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Keenan says, I didn't love the portrayal of the people who live in the swamp. Um, and I don't, Keenan says, I don't know that it succeeded at having its cake and eating it too. I agree with Noel. I do think it was cool to see a different kind of waterbending and how waterbenders adapt to their environments. Yeah. I, so now we've seen swamp bending and like the fact that they're, they're bending the vines, but they're not actually bending the vines. They're bending the liquid, the water within the vines. Um, and so now we've seen lightning bending as like a, offshoot or a like a specialized discipline of for very powerful firebenders and we see vine bending for a specialized form of water bending um if there were more airbenders alive <laughs> i'm sure they would have come up with some different ways to do that but um i would assume that we'll also get some more creativity around earth bending um just the visual of them in their boats and like how they were bending to move through was I thought really neat. Yeah. And it's like visually, visually distinct from the Tai Chi Mm -hmm. um, style because they don't know that there are other waterbenders. They're, they've been just isolated in the swamp. And so they've learned bending from a different sort of mentality, which is interesting. I think. Mm -hmm. I have a question about vine bending which Mm -hmm. first of all we were discussing before we started recording that uh tom is content to let me just say things that he says and that's the way that he enjoys commenting on (laughs) Uh, so his big complaint with this episode was why on earth didn't katara say hey how do you do that (laughs) 
um, which I think is fair because it's yeah. so cool and it seems like it would be extremely useful, obviously, as they, you know, get their butts kicked. And if you can turn into, um, I guess it would be Vinezilla, right? Like if yeah. you can make yourself into a vine giant, that seems like that would be very useful and stitch up your own wounds and grab people and throw them and it seems like it would be a useful skill. So first of all, Katara, missed opportunity. What? Mm -hmm. uh, second, if if bending the plants is bending the water in the plants, does that mean that waterbenders can bend people? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We're drinking fluids, listeners at home. Make of that what you will. Okay. Uh, delicious water over here. Maybe some tea for Noel. But Not just uh, water. More on that later. Great. That sounds terrifying. Scotty says, terrifying. I was just wondering the same thing. And oh. Keenan says, dang. So, uh, let's terrifying. talk about the, them, their visions. What yeah. do you think? <laughs> Speaking of things that are terrifying and more sad, I thought I, I thought they really nailed um, the the brief moments we get with um, the vision of Yue and also the vision of Katara's mom. I thought that was particularly poignant. Um, what what did you guys think? Yeah, I agree. I thought um, the moment where Katara sort of falls to her knees was. Uh, really lovely. Uh, I appreciate that Aang got to keep being Aang the science guy. Um, it, it in spite Sokka. of the yeah yeah sorry Sokka the science guy. In spite of the fact that like the temptation to say like oh god would be high, uh, and he maybe might shoulda just a little been like oh okay I maybe should listen to the people who are telling me not to do this thing that would be good. And also I saw my moon girlfriend twice. That's not great. Um, but also, sweet. like, you saw her turn into the moon. How do you know she can't turn back into her? Like, Yeah, true. Seriously. That's a good point. It's super fair. Um, but the animation was really lovely, and uh, and I think it was nicely foreboding in that even though we don't know who it is exactly that Aang was seeing, um, we know that these other two images are associated with loss, so that's gloomy. Um, yeah, good. It was good. Yeah, the thing that I really like about the Visions is sort of the same thing that I like about um, the Jet episode, in which that they allow us this opportunity to really kind of explore this swamp in really kind of visually exciting ways. Because it's really easy for browns, greens, and these kinds of muddied blacks to be really visually uninteresting. And the show does a lot, especially through these visions really specifically, to push back against that and to find a lot of beauty in the swamp, which I really, really appreciate. And that they're able to then pair this with the hallucinations or the visions or however you want to splice that, um, I think really speaks to the kind of the care that they took in these three little segments in, and the overall sort of visual appearance of the swamp, which feels really distinct, scary, but live living which is like the big part big point of the episode yeah um the the whole feel it, it just, like they really sold the the swamp is alive and you know, like the swamp somehow sent the, the tornado you know they really sold that in a way that um like I, I was trying to remember like wait, wait does this come back ever do we find out more i don't think we find out more right Noel? no no 
No. That's no. great. That's as it should be. It is how yeah. it should be. Yeah. Oh. Um, now, lest we let down Ben, we've had some animals to talk about. Um, so obviously the catfish gators were scary. Um, do how did we feel about our other our other animal additions? Not as scary as that little bird. Yeah, screamy bird. <laughs> Much scarier than catfish gator. The screamy bird. Just terrifying. Just like really terrifying. It's oh god. It's like I just started thinking, oh well, it's probably a mimic bird and it listened to someone die horribly. So we're hearing someone's death sounds. Like it just Screamy Bird was a nightmare. Um I liked I liked the catfish gator. Scary, but like seemed like he was about to roll over and get his belly rubbed, you know? Hard to hate on that. Slim likes to get his belly rubbed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that that bird with the human scream is the scariest, as Keenan says in the chat. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's not okay. I mean, I, but at the same time, I really appreciate that Appa is able to get everyone quiet just through sheer force of bellow, <laughs> um, which in turn allows Momo to go to sleep so that Momo will stop running up and down um, his body, which I really appreciate as a cat owner. And if anyone has a cat owner, cats get zooms. It's the worst. It is they the just worst. don't stop. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Momo's a cat, so... <laughs> Keaton says, Appa was so done with this swamp shit. I I enjoyed um the just the animation for Appa like keep trying to fly and getting tangled and then Mom was like on it. And it's yeah. just just like this like the like the frustration uh building over the course of that was very good. Um I didn't notice the frog squirrels somehow because they look adorable. Um so nice. I'm super on board with those. Uh, did we have thoughts on the possum chickens? Because I love that concept. Just tastes like Arctic can. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also didn't see frog squirrels. Now I feel like I have to look those up really quick. Frog squirrels. Yeah, no, I like the possum chickens, though. Um, I appreciate the possum hanging upside down. Uh, well, the possum chicken hanging upside down. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, I'm very pro frog squirrel. I did, definitely did not notice them. Um, and yeah, possum chicken, but I'm also a big Arctic hen fan and they're basically in the same family. So thumbs up for me. Um, Keenan says, oh, I miss the frog squirrels too, but I just looked them up and they're cute. They are very cute. So, well, Keenan and Scotty reach out. If you have any thoughts, drop them in the chat about either of these episodes. Tomorrow, we're going to be back talking about Avatar Day and the Blind Bandit. And, uh, Noel and I are very excited for these, but Allison, any predictions? Um, well, I assume there'll be a bandit who's blind. Um, yes. Maybe that'll somehow be Zuko related now that he's the blue spirit again, um, beating up the people who make his uncle dance and stealing their swords. Um, so that's, that's my guess is that maybe that one is focused on Zuko and Iroh's hijinks. Um, poor Iroh. That was a catchy little tune. If you know, charmingly misogynistic little tune that he was singing, but he should not have had to dance like that. Um, and then uh, Avatar Day. I mean, I guess they're going to go somewhere where there's an Avatar Day. 
Like, okay. Happy, okay. happy Avatar Day. And then there'll be, I don't know. So maybe, maybe it'll be like a like a fake Avatar. Yeah, that's my guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, Sky says, I think we'll have more Zuko and Iroh. And yeah, because I think with what they're deal like what they're doing with those characters right now, it's good that we're getting small doses. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am I am missing, you know, as we've said, our, our self-care king. I, I want more Uncle Iroh in my life, so hopefully we'll get some more time with them. So Okay, well, that is going to wrap up our conversation for today about Return to Omashu and the Swamp. Thank you to Vincent Ben for writing in with your thoughts. Thank you to Keenan and Scotty for hanging out with us in the Zoom today. And we're going to be back tomorrow. Thank Thanks you. for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.